Previously on Gutter Trash. It was pretty fucking awful. I just came up with, well, you were, you were telling me that. Rambling. Well, you were rambling. I was trying to think of a, the nicest way to say rambling. <laughs> it's not a guilty pleasure, it's a pleasure. No, we were absolutely not doing that. Right. We are not, there's no way. Dun, dun. Dun, 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 dun. Yeah. Crossover of Spider-Man and the New Warriors from the early 90s. I really enjoyed it. Oh, yeah, that guy's in it, too. That's yeah. what I just fucking said. Yeah. But that's not who I was talking about. Okay. I was just thinking of that guy. I was like, I don't know his name. I'm Gutter. <laughs> of trash. <laughs> I was like, are we really doing that? Now? <laughs> uh, I'm a little disappointed. I thought you'd be right on top of that. Uh, and not questioning my comedy okay. attempts. Okay, I'll play along. Do, do it again. I'll, I'll play right. along. Hello, everybody. Welcome to Gutter Trash, episode 32. I'm Gutter. I'm trash. All right. I'm <laughs> That sounds like two, uh, like, long-lost... sieges. I was thinking long-lost dreadnoughts from G.I. Oh, Jet. okay, yeah. Like the two that come with some weird vehicle that <clears throat> nobody bought. Right. But we'd have those awesome uh, chainsaw guns. Oh, and, like, flamethrower backpacks. Yeah. Oh, that'd be good. But we'd have to speak in Australian accents. So. Oh, yeah. And, and maybe one of us would have, like, doll hair attached to the top of our plastic head. Yeah. Remember yeah. how, like, occasionally they would have one <laughs> a dreadnought with, like, doll hair? <laughs> Why do they do that? Because uh, they were <laughs> terrible. Those were uh, those were my favorite G.I. Joe toys. I think that's the only reason I ever got into punk rock was because of Dreadnoughts and G.I. Wow. Joe. It definitely wasn't the music. That stuff It's horrible. Oh, that's true. They're not really good musicians, those punk rockers. Except for Cold Slither. I think... Did we talk about Cold Slither before, or am I just having deja vu? Uh, I don't recall it, but I don't recall a lot of things. The, uh... The Dreadnought punk band that Kevin oh, put together. We have not talked about that. <laughs> Somewhere, some guy in like Indiana or Idaho or Wyoming has put together a band called Cold Slither that has recorded all those songs. I just know it. You know? Like, I, I, I've never read about it, but right. it's gotta have happened. Oh, when we're done here, remind me and we'll look it up. <laughs> okay. We'll, we'll see if it exists. I would so order we'll that. Let everyone know on the next episode. Yeah. <laughs> I would definitely order that. I can't even remember their songs, but. <clears throat> I think they were more like hair metal, but uh-huh. they but they said they were Looked like punk, punk rock. Right? Well, you know, because to, to parents, punk rock and metal, even if it was cheesy cock metal, you know, uh, they were all evil and oh, didn't yeah. want your children exposed to that kind of thing. Yeah, Warrant and Gigi Allen, same, yeah, same, same thing. thing. Same thing, yeah. straight down the middle. Yeah. <laughs> In fact, that was a great tour, by the way. <clears throat> right, uh, let's see, uh... The cherry pie, what, 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 cherry pie, and uh, bloody uh, diarrhea, punch, butt fight, punch, <laughs> fuck, fight. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, weren't had a giant cherry pie on as their set, and Jalen just defecated on the audience. Right. Yeah. yeah. Same thing. Exactly. Same thing. Exactly. <laughs> 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 oh, fuck. Yeah. Food's killing me. I know. I was gonna drink a beer because it's been like a week or two since I've had a beer. Yeah. And uh, <clears throat> we just ate. 
tons of food. Yeah. I literally don't feel like I could fit a beer in my belly. I, uh, well, I'm 13 years old, so I got myself a squishy. <laughs> and that's what I'm drinking right Is now. Is that a toy or a drink? Okay. <laughs> it's a drink. It's, uh, well, okay, technically it's an icy, but whatever. Yeah. So what flavor? <laughs> uh, Coke. Ooh, Coke yeah. flavor. Nice. Because it has all the uh, immature qualities that I need in a frozen beverage drink and the caffeine that I need to stay away. Wow. The best of both worlds is Sammy Hager with Coco. Yes. He was talking about the Coke Squishy, I believe, when he wrote that, when he penned that hit. Yeah. Best of both worlds. Yeah, yeah. They just had to push it a little bit back in the background so they didn't have to pay Coke any rights. Right, right. The Squishy people wanted a lot of money, too, but oh, that's imagine. a whole other story. Yeah. It's like in uh, Donnie Darko, you know, that cost him like $300,000 to talk about the Smurfs for five minutes. Yeah, that was a funny scene, though. It was. Worth it. I had that same conversation, but in like <clears throat> like eighth grade, seventh yeah. grade, something like that. And also not having well, to pay for that conversation. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I, it's funny, I almost watched that last night, but instead I watched The Fly, the first one. I, but I, I was like, let's watch Donnie Darko. And Doogie was like... Yeah. All right, and I was like, or how about The Fly? And he's like, oh, all right. So I watched The Fly. Well, weren't you supposed to be reading something? Hmm? Last night? Weren't you supposed to be reading something? This was this was when I went to bed. I always watch a movie when I go to bed. Oh, okay. Yeah. With Doogie? Yeah. <laughs> I know, I just, I just outed myself. Actually, uh, me and Doogie and our friend Bernie all spent the night in my room watching movies last night. Bernie the dog? The Beagle. Yeah, okay. Bernie the Beagle. <laughs> He was he was really uh, depressed because his mom was out of town. She went camping over the weekend, uh, and uh, so he was bummed out. So, uh, so yeah, we, we all had a slumber party in the basement. It was pretty fun. What about the kid? The kid? Yeah. Oh shit! I knew I knew I forgot to leave out some water dish. Uh, <clears throat> well, he, uh, can, he can just drink out of Bernie and his yeah. The, the toilet the seat fun. always up. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> no, he, I think he spent the night at the babysitter. Right, right. Yeah. But I didn't make it very far. I didn't actually see Goldblum turn into a fly. Oh. Um, I, yeah. Well, then not much happened. Yeah, not, well, he, he uh, hit on Gina Davis. <clears throat> I forgot she was in that movie. Really? Those are two weird people. You forgot that Gina Davis was in the fly. I was, I was like 12 when I saw it. The only time I've ever seen it. So was I the first time I saw her. I probably had no idea who she was, even. First time oh, I saw her. I had the biggest crush on Gina Davis. Really? Yeah. That I ruined for you recently. Do you remember that? Should I not mention that if you've already forgotten? Oh, yeah, I've forgotten it. We could have been... <laughs> Go ahead. She she has Denny's Grand Slam Breakfast tattooed on her ankle. Oh, that's right, yeah. Like, like a banner that says Denny's Grand Slam Breakfast, and then like a picture of like some eggs and toast or something. Yeah. You're right. <laughs> Shouldn't have mentioned it. Oh. No, that's fine. That's that's you're better off. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> they just seem like two really strange people. Oh, of course. Well, yeah, they were married for a time, or dating really? for a long time. Anyway, huh. they got together because of the fly, I believe. Okay. And I think they were in a couple other movies together. Transylvania Six Five Thousand. Oh, was she in that too? Yeah, and yeah that's pretty much where my crush on her began because mm-hmm. she was the uh, sexy, skimpily clad. Uh, Vampire Girl. I thought that was Ed Begley Jr. Uh, that was also Ed okay. Begley Jr. They were the sexually the, the twins. vampire right. duo. Yeah, yeah okay. <laughs> the twins, yeah. <laughs> uh, and 
I think she uh, wasn't uh, Jeff Goldblum also in uh, Earth Girls Are Easy. Was he really? I, I remember. So. I remember she was in that with Julie Brown. Yeah, Uptown. Julie Brown. Downtown. No, wait. Downtown was the downtown was the the, the, VJ. the British uh, VJ, right? Yeah. In, uh, I had a crush on downtown Julie Brown. Really, I liked the other Julie Brown. Yeah, well, she Brown. had normally large mammary glands. Yeah, well, that's uh, part of it. She's also a redhead. I I, I got a weakness for the redheads. Mm-hmm. And, uh, mm-hmm. She had that nice, full figured, shapely body. She had a really funny show too. And uh, yeah, she was funny. Just ask Julie or don't ask Julie or some. What was it called? I don't recall. Yeah. It was funny, though. Yeah. Whatever it was. Yeah. Uh, Alf. That's what it was called. Alf. Alf. She played Mrs. Alfmonic, the next door neighbor. <laughs> she was Danny DeVito. Wow. <laughs> Talk about a character actor. <laughs> She's very good. Not yeah. a lot of people know that. <laughs> I thought I recognized her voluptuous breasts, though. In Ruthless People, especially. Mm-hmm. I don't know. <laughs> He's a hot little man. Oh, that he is. Uh, were we discussing something? Dreadnoughts? I, mm. I don't know. Who cares? Yeah, no. We're just rolling. Yeah, just we're going. Oh, lack of beard, maybe? Uh, no, I think we're... No. We covered that. Uh, drank my Todd Squishy. Squishy. You were watching The Fly. The Fly. And Gina Davis and Jeff Goldblum are weird. Weird people. They just seem strange. And, and it seems like... I could watch an entire movie of him never turning into the fly and them just like being strange together. Because, like, they, at the beginning of the movie, they sort of meet, you know, and she goes back to his apartment and he's showing her, he, he's like trying to play the piano to impress her. And I was like, I could just watch an hour and a half of his awkward pickup lines and, and her weird behavior. I, I don't know. I don't see the weird, other than in real life, the Denny's Grand Slam tattoo. Yeah. I don't see the weirdness in Gina Davis. She's kind of weird looking as she's kind of gotten older, but uh, yeah. she had this vibe about her in the movie. Maybe she's just a great actress and she's <laughs> trying to. Well, yeah, what you'd be weirded out if you're working with David Cronenberg, he just might do something. <laughs> yeah, have sex with his wife in front of him <laughs> <laughs> and film it. Yeah, make it part of the movie. Well, I don't think they did that. They just did that in uh, History of Violence too. Oh, did they? Oh yeah, really? <laughs> I didn't know that. Uh, at least that's what I read. He, he like performed some sort of sex act with his wife in front of uh, Viggo Mortensen and uh, whoever the actress was in that movie like, to demonstrate like you know what they were supposed to be doing and uh, in character and you mean, for the movie. So they actually uh, <coughs> wow. interesting, interesting. Not really. Yeah. Bizarre. Yeah, bizarre. Why would he do that? Because he's David Cronenberg. He's Canadian. He doesn't know it. That explains it. He's probably hopped up on all these medications from his free health care. What yeah. judgment calls. Wouldn't you? Yeah. Totally abused the system. Uh, my back hurts, I guess? I don't know. <laughs> I'll, I'll take it. Give me some zannies. <laughs> no, I've never... I don't do drugs of any sort. Uh, drink. Look at me now. I'm not drinking. Uh, you drink cafe? That's true. Very you, good. Uh, <laughs> you do horse. I do a little horse every yeah, once in a while. I shoot a horse. <clears throat> shoot some horse. Literally. Is what, yeah. Is literally talking about horses. Just murder, yeah. murder a horse. Yeah. You know, nothing gets me off of murdering a horse. Yeah. It's addictive and fun. <laughs> uh, 
And almost, li- almost, almost a victimless crime. <laughs> Except for the horse. <laughs> and I suppose whoever owns the horse, but fuck them. They have a horse. Who yeah. Fuck. Equestrian bastards. Mm-hmm. Hmm. Loved it. Uh, Alright, so... The <laughs> yeah, I'm not even going to be subtle about this. We reviewed a book today. It's Jack Staff. Everything used to be black and white. My Paul Grist, Image Comics, whatever. <laughs> I'm done. So, let's quit. I had a question. Yeah. Was this originally uh, a small press book? Like Elephant Something Press or something? Dancing Elephant Press, Dancing I believe. Elephant. Yeah. I've never seen those. Yeah, it's uh, he's self-published. Okay. Uh, he did this and uh, Kane, I believe, through his own okay. small press stuff and before he went over to Image. But they were like, like uh, you know, like nationally released. It wasn't like some local small press comic. It was like, uh, yeah, yeah, through diamond, through diamond. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I, 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 yeah. Uh, what I got into Jack Staff, I got in when he started publishing at Image, and uh, I'd wanted to check out the original series, and I think like uh, the Bookery. Uh, and Fairborn and Dark Star Three had mm. the original issues. Uh, then eventually, Image put this out, so I bought it. Okay. Yeah, I don't think I've ever seen this. Yeah. But yeah, for the listener, uh, this is Jack Staff. Everything used to be black and white. Trade paperback of all of Paul Grist's original self-published issues of Jack Staff mm-hmm. before Image started publishing them. Yeah, it's a good chunk of book. It's yeah, twelve issues. Yeah, yeah, and uh, no, and no ads. So no they, ads. They didn't have to trim and fat. Uh, I don't recall there being new an issue of uh, the new series right here. Uh-huh. See if there's any ads in it. I just always happen to keep one on hand because uh, that's what I do. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Um, I don't know, I'm a jackass. <laughs> Didn't you? Did you just pick that up? That's brand new, isn't it? Uh, yeah, it's uh, it's fairly new. Issue number twenty, caught in the flood. Wow, full color, Britain's greatest hero, Paul Grist comic. Um, just same words. What are you looking for? Flipping. No ads in this. Cool. Uh-huh. It's keeping it real. Keeping it real. Uh, so, so, all right. Yeah. Full disclosure time. Jack Staff, my absolute favorite superhero comic, being published. Yeah? Yeah. Uh, so, yeah, I'm totally fucking biased about this, and I will fight you tooth and nail if you disagree with anything I say. <laughs> no, I'm, I'm kidding. I'm, I'm sure. Kidding. I'm up for a lively discussion. Okay. I wish I hated it, but I didn't. I really liked it. Okay. Um, I'm sure there's, there's <clears throat> things that you appreciate that, you know, more so than me, because you said you said before it's one of your favorite books, and just now you said it's your favorite superhero book. So, yeah. Yeah, I, I really enjoyed it. He's... An awesome, awesome storyteller and artist. Fantastic. All right, show's over. Yeah. <laughs> That's all that needs to be said. Man, I wish I hated it. Sometimes I'll pretend like I did. That's uh, no, fine. I, even I have some negative things to say. Oh, yeah. Let's mm-hmm. go. Um, uh, yeah. Blah, blah. You would think with uh, 476 characters it would get a little confusing. <laughs> but That's... One of the negatives. Really, you think? I I got so lost once or twice. Uh, I get lost occasionally, especially the way he does his stories. The non-linear. Non-linear. He'll tell like a chunk, uh, like a four-page chunk about one character, and then 
completely switch over to another character. Right. And we won't visit that first character until the next issue. Yeah. You know, yeah, that gets confusing. Uh, yeah, there's a couple times I forgot, like you said, like, yeah. Like, oh, like, oh, that's right, he was doing that thing. Yeah. Uh, yeah, that's, that's pretty much my thing, is that, uh, it's been like two weeks, three weeks almost, since I read this. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then you've had it for that entire time. Uh, even when I was reading it, by the time I got to the end, I had completely forgotten most of what happened in the first half. Right. <laughs> and so now, two weeks later, I don't remember it. <laughs> I just know that I loved reading it. Yeah, like, that's all that matters. <laughs> I, I like how he obviously totally embraces the superior genre and understands it and group mm-hmm. reading it, but he's telling a story that's different than, you know, most of the superior stories being published. Yeah. It's more like a... It's more like a... It's Well, first of all, I'd say it's one of the more fun superior stories oh, I've yeah. ever read. Yeah. I mean, it's, Without ever being a comedy. Right, yeah. yeah. It's more like a mystery or and a, uh, and so sort of pulpy... Every genre, you know, that you can think of, he crams into there. Yeah. There's cops as, you know, main supporting characters. Right. Mystics and... Uh, yeah, Moreland the Mystic. Alan Moore. That's Alan Moore, right? Yes. Yeah. The, the panel that you just see his eyes, it's like he lifted it off of the Watchman dust jacket cover. <laughs> He's got the finger armor, too. Yeah. Oh, does he? I yeah, didn't even notice yeah. the finger armor. Wow. Uh, a lot of the characters in here that only appear for like a panel, like they show up in, like later in the Image series, and there was like a storyline where Moreland was one of the main characters in it. Uh, he was wearing like a suit. Like a white, like almost Tom Wolfish dandy suit. Oh wow! Like, uh, but still, totally just Alan Moore. He had the uh, the finger, finger armor. And... <laughs> That's hilarious. Yeah, and like he makes reference to Will Eisner, like the Eisner yeah. Building. And... Oh yeah, and uh, that one uh, story where they go into that building and it, the building is uh, shaped like the, the title of the story. Yeah, it's like the trap or something. Yeah, yeah. yeah was, I was like, oh, that's cool. Spirit reference in. And then they just go ahead and like fully disclose it. And he's like, oh, it's the Eisner building. Blah, blah, blah. So, yeah. You can tell he's a he's a fan. But he keeps it fun. Yeah. It's so fun. And very quick. I mean, this is <clears throat> 12 issues and there's probably 36 different stories going on in it. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Yeah, seriously, probably. Yeah. Like, literally. <laughs> I love how he, every few pages, there's a, like, he's really good with, like, lettering and title cards. Mm-hmm. Like, every few pages, he'll, like, whenever a character busts in, it's like <clears throat> their name appears. And, right. And then there's, they like, all a have title. their own logos. Yeah. And, yeah, yeah. It's, yeah, he's good. He good is. stuff. I'm, I didn't think I would enjoy it as much as, as that. Yeah. I thought it would be decent, but it was, a, it's so <clears throat> much fun. It's just a fun, fun read. Man, I'm glad. I'm, Really glad. I will actually definitely pick up like you know subsequent books. Sweet. Like, not even for the show or whatever. Nice. Just, just to read. Yeah. Yeah. Fuck yeah. Paul Grist, you're awesome. Man. Yeah. It feels good. <laughs> <clears throat> Seriously, I've I've loved this book. Uh, like like I said, the the first image book came out in I think 2002, 'Cause of the structure of it and I hadn't read the previous series, like it confused me a little bit because it would go like four pages of you know, some story and then it would go into a, like a flashback forty years prior and then it would right. go into like, you know, this detective guy <laughs> and, 
I'd be like, what the fuck did I just read? You know? Yeah. <clears throat> but it was... Like, is this an anthology? Uh, yeah. But it was, uh... It was good enough that I wanted to pick up subsequent issues. And, like, I think by the third issue, I was, like, completely sold on it. Mm-hmm. I was like, oh, this is awesome. But no one else I know, <laughs> like, you know, in person-to-person contact has ever read this book. Proven... <laughs> Yeah. By the fact it took ten issues yeah. worth to finally get one in at Mavericks. I, as I say, I can tell you, I can tell you, as working at a comic shop for the last eighteen years, you're the only one that's ever even mentioned the name Jack Staff aloud. <laughs> uh, and and we've like because you started ordering it, so we ordered two or three copies, and I'm pretty sure we still have the other you know, like one or two copies. Yeah. We've never sold one to anyone. I, I, that I don't understand, like, why we can't sell one copy of this when we can sell, like, 86 copies of Old Man Logan. What the fuck is wrong with people? Well, Steve McNiven's a fine artist. No, no, yeah. Yeah, that, it, you know, like, I'm not a fan, but I think he is a good artist. I'm, like, personally, I don't really care, but it looks like a good book. Like, I could probably enjoy that book. But 85 to 1? Right. That's insane. I mean, yeah. That's a good book. People should be reading this. Well, first of all, the art, while I personally love it, you know, it's not what people expect out of comic book art. And, right. That's true. And in my opinion, <clears throat> Steve McNiven's good. Paul Grist is better. Yeah. Because Paul Grist there's knows no ex- comics. There's no extraneous... Yeah. Like, he draws what needs to be there. Draws what needs to be there. Uh, he's... Probably one of the best storytellers working in comics. I agree. Uh, he obviously knows the language of comics, you know, in and out, oh, to yeah. be able to pull stuff like the Will Eisner tribute thing. Yeah. And, you know, just everything else that he does in this book. I was trying to imagine, like, the, be- the be- Becky or Betty, I forget your name, Becky Burdock. Becky Burdock. Like, some of, the, some of those scenes with her, especially, where it's like an office scene or something, you know, something... Like, not droll, but just nothing fantastic going on. It's just, like, a lady in an office. Yeah. I can only imagine if that was drawn by, like, you know, Brian Hitch or Steve Epstein or or somebody that is really good, but, you know, they're just super, super detailed, detailed yeah. and realistic. Like, I would be like, oh, I'm tired, you know. Because it will just be some photo-referenced scene of, right. like, you know, an office building and every ceiling tile will be Perfect. accounted yeah. for. And, yeah. And, yeah. Yeah, those guys are good, but it's like... <clears throat> You know, that doesn't move a story. Right. You know? Yeah. And th- and his style, it's almost like, it almost looks like this is, he drew the entire book in his sketchbook before he started on it. Right. And like, you know, when he when he finishes it, it's going to be all immaculately detailed like Steve Epstein or somebody. Right. But this, to me, it almost looks like these pages are right out of somebody's sketchbook. Right. Like a lot of it even looks like he used a Sharpie yeah. on a lot right. of it. Oh, yeah, I noticed that in, like, one or two panels. Mm-hmm. Like, I just noticed it on this rereading, but, yeah, like, some background characters or someone in the shadows, it's just, like, really thick and yeah, you know, scribbly. I mean, you can almost see those, like, triangular-shaped Sharpie lines on the really thick Sharpies. Yeah, yeah. Like, on some of the details. And At first, I was like, did he draw this entire thing with a Sharpie? But then, <laughs> then I saw some thin lines, and I was like, well, not yeah, unless he's fucking genius. <laughs> but he even <laughs> says he's a genius. Yeah. Well, Comic International says he's a genius. Yeah. He's just too short. Yeah. <laughs> he just said he doesn't realize there's a height requirement. <laughs> what were they talking about the length of his stories or something? They're I like, have no idea. Probably. Jack, they're like, brilliant, but too short. Yeah. 
<laughs> I didn't realize there was a height requirement. It's like such a Marx Brothers retort. <laughs> it's pretty witty. I. You mentioned the fact that you only sell one copy to me every yeah, time right. this comes out. No one even touches it. Yeah. There's not even a finger. If, there's, if it's a black cover yeah. and we bag it away, there's not a single fingerprint on it. Right. <laughs> no one's even picked it up. Uh, well, first of all, I'm going to recount this. That, uh, yeah, uh, you guys ordered, like, what, two copies of the book or whatever, and then you just stopped ordering it. Yeah. I was still willing to buy it. Yeah. <laughs> and, like, I'd discover that it came out, and I'd ask about it, and you guys wouldn't know what happened. And All right. I'm, I'm not... Then you'd discover that, oh, yeah, we just cool. never ordered this. I'm not generally one for passing the book, <laughs> <laughs> but I've never been in charge of ordering the Image Comics. That's all I'm going to say. <laughs> so, I do occasionally flip through now and make sure it's on order, but... Yeah. Uh, yeah. I can actually attest to that not being my fault. Yeah. Uh, the other problem I had at Mavericks was your fault, but oh yeah, Green. I did Green Lantern. Yeah, I was getting Green Lantern for like three months. I don't read Green Lantern. Yeah, yeah. Your name. I was blaming everyone else. Is blaming Matt as blaming Jeremy because they're doing the files. Right. They're fucking up, obviously. Yeah. I was like, God damn it, you know. <laughs> nope, you wrote Green Lantern on my file card. And apparently the guy who asked me to write Green Lantern on his file card, your neighbor, yeah. that I thought was your number, I get your numbers mixed up, uh, apparently he kept complaining to them that he wasn't getting Green Lantern. And I put it together, I was like, wait a minute. <laughs> and I looked and I was like, oh shit, I wrote on the wrong card. <laughs> I should just start putting Jack Staff in his file and Green Lantern on yours. <laughs> Well, that's the other thing I need to bring up about Jack Staff. Uh, I can't blame you too, too much for not getting Jack Staff in my file every time it comes out. Right. Because sometimes it only comes out once a year. Yeah. It's kind of, uh, inconsistently published. Yeah. It's like I said, issue number one came out, or the, the current series came out in like 2002, 2003. And they're on issue 20 now. <laughs> yeah. Uh, do the math. That's, yeah, that's uh, six years for 20 issues. Should be, uh, 70 issues or so. Yeah, yeah. Is, is he, uh, does he do other stuff too? I don't know. I know occasionally he'll, uh, contribute to something. Contribute to something. I think he's, uh, I think he did some sort of Doctor Who project recently. Oh, really? Uh, like, it seems like he did, uh, he did something in the Bizarre Comics, didn't he? I'm pretty sure. I believe so, yeah. He, he, I think, yeah, he drew something from that. So that, he probably does that sort of thing just every once in a while, does right. a short story. Well, I'm sure, you know, they pay, with DC probably paid him, which I'm sure helps when you're a self-publisher. Yeah. I'm, I'm selling sure the Doctor Who people pay them. I'm sure he's not selling a, a ton of Jack Staff. I mean. Probably not. We're not. Which is, again, just devastating. Yeah. It's so awesome. I mean, we're not as, like, independent comics friendly. I mean, right. we're friendly to independent comics. We just try to order them and support them, but we don't. We just don't have as don't many people buying right, right. as some stores. But I'd imagine if we're selling one copy, there's probably not a lot of places selling, you know, thirty copies. Right? Oh, hell no! I mean, mm-hmm. considering you guys sell what thirty copies of X Men or something a month, you know, sure. Oh, more than that, yeah, yeah. yeah. A second tier book, yeah. Daredevil. We yeah, we sell yeah, I'd say thirty or forty Daredevil. Yeah, not nearly as many. <coughs> Jack Staff. 
Which is a shame because I, I like shopping at Mavericks, but yeah, if uh, it's not a store that I'd ever want to go to and just browse through the independent stuff to just to see All what right. you got. All right. Because you got some zombie books written by some guy in a basement and then, you know. Some mini comics. And some mini comics and then something from Top Shelf. Yeah. And that's it. Yeah. We try, I swear. Because I, I, what I usually do is. Or uh, Warlock of the Comic Act. Oh, that looks awesome. <sighs> Can't believe you ruined my next pick. <laughs> you should see the Leprechaun comic that came out this week from Blue Water Press. I saw the same publisher. Yeah, I saw it. I didn't flip through it. Though. There's a like the, the the page where he's introduced. It's like five or six pages in. You just open. You just flip the page, and there's this two page spread of the Leprechaun coming out of this uh, like trap door or something. And in your mind, you're like, that could be neat if done. No, it's terrible. It just looks like they took a panel and enlarged it to a two page spread. It's horrible. <laughs> Man, that book looks like something else. Yeah, oh, I'm sure it does. I mean, it's certainly a comic. I mean, how can you... <laughs> it is. <laughs> I mean, the Leprechaun movies are funny. How can that delivery tra- you know, like translate to the printed page, you know? Right. Of just the horrible schlock movie. Right. I mean, they're fun. Leprechaun in the hood. I mean, Leprechaun in outer space. That's great. That's the only one I've seen. Leprechaun in outer space? Yeah. I haven't seen that one. I've seen a couple of them, but it was on TV. I think it was like sick one day, and it was like on in the afternoon on some channel, and I just started watching it. <laughs> it cheered you up, I'm sure. Oh, it was great. But the comic, not probably going to cheer you up. Probably not. Just depress you. Yeah. This exists, and I don't have a job in comics, and this is being published. <laughs> like unfairness abounds, sir. <laughs> yeah. Uh, to be fair about the Warlock comic, though. Mm-hmm. Uh, like, uh, I went to the, the artist who did that, uh, I went to his website, because the art in the Warlock comic looks uh, fucking atrocious. Mm. It looks like, oh yeah, uh, like mid-90s wannabe Rob Liefeld. Dan Fraga ripoff. Right, but worse. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I went to his website, he actually does have some pretty good pieces on his website. Oh, yeah. And, I mean, you can totally tell, like, his influence is definitely, like, Jim Lee or Rob Liefeld and that ilk. Uh, but his, like, the stuff that he had on his website was a lot more cleaner and finished. <laughs> so I just, I don't get what the hell happened with mm-hmm. Warlock. But Maybe they're like, oh, I mean, he's not great and he's definitely not to my taste. Yeah. But better than what was published. His potential right. wasn't met. Right. Maybe they're like, hey, hey, Bill, uh, Tuesday, we're going to try to publish a 24 page comic. Get on it. <laughs> Could be. That might have been something. There. <laughs> But, uh, uh comics? Comics, yeah. yeah. Jack Staff? Jack Staff. Uh, I, I've actually already been recommending this, like, before I was, I just finished it today at the Bagel Cafe. Yeah. And, uh, earlier in the week when I'd read, like, the first, I read, like, the first 700 pages earlier in the week. Right. And, uh, <laughs> and, uh, I have been, I was recommending it to a couple people. I was like, man, you would like this. Sweet. Like, it's great because it's, like, 400 pages or something. I, I bet Jack Steff appears in costume maybe 20 panels. Right. Something like that. Yeah. I mean, there's so much more going on than your average superhero story. Yeah. And there are, yeah, there's like 700 supporting characters yeah. that show up and in and, and out of the book. And he does a good job of keeping you, uh, like, familiar with who's who. <coughs> like, even if some of them sort of look the same, a couple of the detectives, like, the guy that ends up being the claw, he sort of looked like one of the detectives, and I was right. like... But like like we said earlier, he always puts those name placards up, and yeah. it's it's sort of it almost is kind of tongue in cheek. Like 
you know, like comic booky. Right. Like they even make a reference to something being too comic booky <coughs> in, in the story, but it, it's like a serious story just done in a fun, fun enough way that right. you can you can really enjoy it. And, and I, I think it really does have almost everything that you want out of a superhero story, superhero story. In it, I think I need to start taking the diction classes. Elocution, elocution. You have nicely rounded diphthongs, by the way. Thank you. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but uh, <laughs> uh, no, yeah, it, I think it has everything that you want out of a superhero comic, mm-hmm. except for the variant covers. Does except for variant covers, yeah, they don't have any. Although uh, <clears throat> I don't know if this will be a variant, but the next issue of Jack Staff has a cover by Ian Churchill. Yeah, that's so weird. <laughs> I, I mean, I don't. Like, if I saw that drawing, I wouldn't think that's cool, but I think that's great that he's doing that. Yeah. He's, like, obviously a fan or something. Or friends with him. Right. And that's all right, but, yeah, I mean, I don't particularly enjoy that style of art, and, I mean, I'm glad that it's just a cover and it's not like Ian Churchill drawing the entire Uh, thing. Yeah. Because, I mean, 80% of the appeal for, oh, okay, maybe not 80, 60% of the appeal of this book is, you know, Paul Grist's unique style. Yeah. Super cartoony, clean line. <clears throat> right. Like, yeah. And the other 40% of the awesome is just because it's awesome. Yeah. <laughs> it is. It's really good. Oh, I'm so glad you liked it. Yeah. yeah. I like that scene, too, where uh, the druid is talking directly to the reader. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Like, he breaks the fourth wall. And then you, and it's like that. It reminds me of that Grover, the monster at the end of the book, children's book that, I don't know, I had when I was a kid. I don't know if you did, too, but. Uh, but, like, every time you turn the page, it's like, why did you turn the page? <laughs> and, like, he's like, you're getting closer to the end of the book. Don't do that. There's a monster. And then you turn the page. It's like, what, are you crazy? <laughs> it just reminded me of that. And uh, and that, that joke he does about the, the elephant from Denmark or something. Right, right. Like, I'd, I'd heard that before, and I've, I actually uh, had done that to a couple of my friends. And, yeah. you know, so I remember that joke. And it's, that was fun. Good times. Right. It, like, keeps you involved in the it's like a, it's like a word search or a crossword puzzle or something right, right. gets you involved in the book. Also, like how I mean stuff like that where he'll just like you know change the style of the story, like how he's telling the story, mm-hmm. just to like play with it and, and do stuff like there's like a couple of text pieces in there. Yeah. And, uh, like the most recent issue has like a, a half page ads at the bottom of the story, but for like. Like oh, the yeah. old like DC type style thing, oh, you know, cool. where, like they would just like have like three quarters of the page like be the comic, and then underneath would just be an advertisement for like shotguns and grit and stuff. Well, like for that. this, it's like all for like this pizza place. Uh, but then, like at the end of the issue, like the pizza place like actually plays a part into the story. So, okay, but like you're just reading the page, and it's like eat pizza. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, he definitely has like a kind of designer's eye. Yeah, for a. <clears throat> You know, placing interesting-looking layouts and things like that. Yeah, interesting-looking. Speaking of interesting-looking layouts. Uh, oh. But, uh, uh, oh, yeah, that reminds me, you said something about the text piece. That one of the first ones is about the bodybuilder that got killed. Yeah. Do they go back to that later or something? Is there more to that story than what's collected in this? Because he, oh. has, he has the same last name as some other character later in the book. Oh, I didn't notice that, but... Is it the lady? No, it was just all about that storyline about the uh, jigsaw killer. The jigsaw killer, yeah. 
But you know, you know how uh, later the like that time sucking alien thing, uh, yeah. it becomes the old lady, and there's a lady that takes care of her. Mm-hmm. She has the same last name as the dead bodybuilder. And I just thought that was uh, coincidence. I didn't notice, but uh, probably mm-hmm. just coincidence. Uh, but I think the uh, time sucking alien comes into play, and. Later issues. Oh, really? Again. Because okay. yeah, there, there's that character that was mentioned for like a panel. Mm-hmm. Uh, the Immortal or whatever, the Immortal Warrior or something like that. Uh, I can't remember. Uh, it was, he was floating through the time space continuum. Oh, yeah, okay. That's right. Yeah, yeah. And he had like a pirate looking kind of, yeah. Old worldy outfit. Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. Like he appears in one panel and then he plays like a major part in like a later story. Like, okay. So, yeah. It's just, you can definitely tell, like, he's got stuff planned for this book, yeah. but at the same time, he's willing to just do crazy shit every once in a while, yeah. too, and it's awesome. You can tell he's having a lot of fun. Yeah. I just wish he would do it more. Yeah. <laughs> he must, he must, uh, yeah, he must have some sort of day job, some other art job. I guess. Because I know for a while, <clears throat> it's like, well, last year he said that every issue was going to be on time, monthly, or bi-monthly, or something like that. I think that lasted three issues. But we did get more Jack Staff for, like, you know, a very short period of time than we had in years. Yeah. That's Me something. and, you know, the other fan. Yeah. The guy in uh, Wyoming. Yeah. That reads Connecticut, I believe. Oh, because I, I talked to that guy. <laughs> yeah. He's, I think, one of our listeners. <laughs> You're the chairman. He's the treasurer of the, the Paul Gross <laughs> Fang Club. Uh, hmm. Yeah, there's a Neil Gaiman parody in there. Oh, yeah, the the guy that writes the jigsaw. <laughs> What's his name? I am I Angel. I am Angel or something like yeah, that. Yeah. I like the spider character a lot. The spider, yeah. Alfred Chenard. Isn't that based on like an old pulp villain or hero or something? I guess quite a lot of these characters are all based on like old pulpy British heroes. Uh-huh. Uh, like even Tom Tom the Robot Man. Oh, that was uh, a great character. Yeah. Uh, I bet that... Uh, I mean, it's like if you just look at the surface, like all the characters are sort of based on Marvel characters. Uh, like like Captain Union America, Jack yeah. and Captain Britain and Captain America. And, yeah, Sergeant States. Is yeah. Uh, He's a great character. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but I guess uh, they're actually mostly just all based on old British characters. In his art style... Sort of, it kind of reminds me of early Giffen art a little bit. Mm-hmm. Have you seen that? Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. Maybe even like real. Oh, of course, I was gonna say maybe early Ted McKeever, but early Ted McKeever was kind of the ripoff of early Giff- Giffen, I think. Yeah, so, yeah. but yeah, yeah, it kind of reminds me of Keith Giffen, like just the shadows and the, like just the way he draws Pointiness simple lines. And, yeah, yeah, I can see that. Yeah, yeah good stuff. Very good stuff. Hmm. Dead air. I'm just looking through the comic here. Oh, hey. Read along, everyone. <laughs> pull, out your, pull out your copy that you bought at Maverick's. <laughs> yeah. Ooh, there's a character in this named Maverick. Yeah, Detective he's, Maverick. Uh, he's an old-time, old-fashioned copper. <laughs> yeah, this is very old-worldly. Like, yeah. it, it has a lot of, like, and, like, just old-time <laughs> detective pulp. Like, is that joke ever going to get old? Never for me. <laughs> Never for me. <laughs> Frank Miller, and that's the gift you've given me that keeps on giving. Uh, I'll, I'll find out he's got cerebral, cerebral palsy or something. I'll feel really terrible. Yeah. I'll be like, wow, I've been making fun of a retard for like 18 episodes. <laughs> but, uh, 
and I really like this Q agency around oh, yeah. It's like if X Files was fun. You know? Right, right. Like the good, the good, the good episodes yeah, of yeah. X Files. Yeah. yeah, it's got a lot of just different kind of characters. He does have finger or wrist rings. <laughs> it looks like a bunch of big rings. Yeah. But yeah, that was clearly Alan Moore right there. <laughs> there's uh, the escapologist uh, Charlie Raven. I love that word, escapologist. Oh, man. Uh, yeah, good times. We have a copy of this sitting on our shelf at Mavericks, so anyone within the driving distance should come and buy it. Yeah, and so, you should buy it. I, I should, but I've already read it. It's, uh, <laughs> <laughs> it's only $20 cover price, and it's like 400 pages, and we discount them 25% off, so uh, 15 bucks. What store is that again? That's Mavericks Cars Comics, located at 2312 East North Lane on uh, the Woodland Plaza. Although you may not see it because the sign's not there. Right yeah, now. they took our sign down. <laughs> they're redoing the whole lot. They're they're making it. They're sprucing it up to uh, to match the 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 awesome mall that moved in down the road. The green. Yeah, they're, they're putting trees and paint, painting the the roof green. Yeah, there's nothing wrong with that. Nothing at all. Nothing at all. Except you don't for have to pay for it. Except right? for our rent's probably going to go up a little bit. Oh, okay. Well, then you do it. have to pay for it. I'm sorry. Yeah. Uh, ooh. Squishy. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Sometimes uh, I get a squishy when I expel gas, but it's yeah, never when I burp. It's something totally different. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. Is there anything you wanted to mention? Man, I don't know. It's it's uh, I'm just I just happy to be talking about this it, with someone. It seems like one of those like it's going to be one of those books that years from now people are. There was a gem that just sort of went unnoticed. Yeah. And I really do think it's going to be one of those. Yeah. I hope so. Yeah, because it really is great. And mm-hmm. So few people read it, and that's just too bad. I'm glad that... I'm glad that it's apparently successful enough that he can continue it. Yeah. Because, I mean, if it like got so under the radar that he'd have to just stop working on it, that'd be terrible. I yeah. think a terrible loss to comics. Well, hey... I- this week, uh, the readership in Dayton, Ohio, had doubled. So, <laughs> so that's that's good news. Because <laughs> I read it now. Sweet. Yeah. <laughs> so if it, if it's grown like exponentially like that across the country, he has nothing to worry about. So. Yeah. And also, yeah, uh, I guess because there's like a an intro in, in the beginning of this, uh, written by Paul Grist. About how apparently people complain about like cultural differences between uh, the UK and the US and people having problems with that. Right. What the fuck? <laughs> yeah. I, I remember watching Monty Python when I was like 10 years old. Yeah. And I thought it was funny. I got some of the jokes. You right. Know, like, you obviously didn't get all of them. Yeah. But yeah. I mean, some of it I couldn't even understand what they were saying. But, yeah. but I mean, you know, yeah. I mean, if anyone is, has any. I would have, uh, like, intelligence, you know, they can, yeah. they don't have to figure out, uh, like, why he's called Jack Staff or, like, who Parliament is or right, why yeah. they keep referring to this queen. We well, have presidents. Parliament, of course, is the great 70s oh, folk funky, band with, uh, funky. George Clinton. Yeah. Bootsy Collins. I thought that's what he was talking about. Yeah. Right? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and Big Ben, isn't that a wrestler or something? Yeah. In the yeah. WCW? I don't know. See? Totally yeah. get it. They get it all. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Nothing over our and the Queen, of course, is the great rock band who did the soundtrack to Flesh oh, Gordon. Freddie Mercury. Awesome yeah. guy. 
one thing I didn't get was that uh, Sergeant States guy. Where was he from? Uh, I think... Uh, Lithuania? The, I think it was... Uh, I don't know. The, the Thailand, maybe? And... That sounds about right, because yeah. uh, he just killed David Carradine. Yeah. <laughs> no, we did, remember? Oh, that's right. <laughs> what was it we said? I can't remember. Oh, like, uh, we were just kind of... I, I made fun of him because I saw him at Mid-Ohio Con, and he was talking to the soup Nazi and Brad Dorf, and that's right. nobody that's was going up to them. And then, like, a week later, he's he dead. Dead in a closet. <laughs> he was probably one of our four listeners, and yeah, he just... We just killed him. Depressed as hell now. Fuck, I guess I gotta be careful what I say about hey, Pat from now on. Hey, hey, if Pat dies with an erection, I'm sure he'll be happy. <laughs> I know I will be. I mean, if I die with him, not with I don't. I, mean, I don't want to. You know what I'm saying? I don't. I don't. I don't so what to... you're saying is that you'll be happy when Pat dies from you giving him an erection. Well, in a nutshell. <laughs> well, I certainly don't want Pat dead, but yeah, if he happens to die, and I don't want him to, right? Stay that Clear, clearly because I joke about Pat on the show and it upsets him sometimes. <laughs> you've but I'm you've joking. You've upset many people all, all the time. Well, that's true. Uh, but if Pat does happen to die, I, I too hope he has an erection yeah. when he does. Oh, yeah. Yeah. We all do. Exactly. Mm-hmm. So, good luck, Pat. Yeah, keep it up. <laughs> Literally. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that was a great joke in there, too, where, uh, this, this calendar supermodel lady, she meets him, she's like, oh, wow, I think I got a letter from another builder, because he said that my calendar helps him with his, uh, what's it called when you, uh, build something up? Erections? Or yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that was that was pretty funny. Paul Grist is a filthy man. Seems like it. I think that's what we've learned today. Mm-hmm. And he can't solve comics to save his life. <laughs> that's too bad. I know. At least he's got the. Uh, I think he has a cane story out in the uh, Dark Horse collection that's coming out within a few months. Oh, is it the Noir? The Noir. Ah, the Dark Horse Noir. Ah, 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 noir comic? Yeah. <laughs> Oh, wow. He just get that rolling. All right. <laughs> Sorry. Sorry. But yeah, at least Image is publishing it now. I mean, that yeah. sounds terrible because, you know, like... Why does that sound terrible? Oh, We've you know, had this discussion before. Oh, no, there's nothing wrong with Image. Okay. Nothing wrong. Okay. I'm just saying, like, you know, he shouldn't have to rely on a company picking up his book to sell it. I mean, because, like, Service didn't. A bunch, right. a bunch of people didn't. Yeah. Bone didn't. Oh, Bone, I guess, did go to Image and left. But right. But uh, Strangers in Paradise at one point. At least, at least maybe now some people will actually at least give it a glance. Right. If it has the Image logo. Hopefully. Of course, it's been the Image logo for a couple years now, right? Right. Yeah. Well, so far in Dayton, I'm the only person who glanced at it. Yeah. (laughs) And purchasing it happily. Every two years. Yeah. But I uh, know, yeah, I seriously love this book. I'm glad you liked it. I did. More than I expected to. Fantastic. Fantastic. Yeah. All right. I got nothing else to say. I just, uh, I hope more people read it. Um, and more people have erections. Yeah, well, I hope everyone has erections, even the women. Wow. Here's to you, ladies. Here's to you, ladies. Here's Good your... luck with your erections. Yeah. I'm gonna... You can do it. Just yeah, concentrate. Concentrate. It's all, it's all it requires. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> just, yeah. <clears throat> I'm not going to say anything else. All right. Uh, yeah, I get, uh, just, yeah, I, I hope more people read it. And I hope it sticks around for a very long time till he tells the story he wants to tell with it. Yeah. If he ever wraps up all those loose ends. Yeah. yeah. All right, I got nothing else. Yeah, me neither. Good right. times. Let's take a break. Okay. All right. Listen to that music.
Huh? Let's listen to some music. Okay. I haven't figured out what I'm going to put here yet. I bet I bet this is going to be weird because we're going to be talking about this right now. How we don't know what music, and it's going to be bleeding Fading through. Fading in, yeah. yeah. So we don't... Oh, yeah, there it is. Okay. <laughs> awesome. Good choice. Thanks, thanks. All right. All right. I hope they all like it, too. Yeah. All right. I have an erection. Sweet. Well, we'll see you in a few minutes. Yeah. This is it. Get that erection out of my face. Where do you want me? Oh, goodbye. <laughs> I'm breaking through, breaking something that only can do. Too straight, double bar. Stone blazes only ever are. But I don't care for lies. And I don't tell you twice. The girls are all else trails. Dead men tell no tales. We don't try. Well, that true. would be more embarrassing. Very, very true. If we are funny, uh, it's purely by accident. Yeah, we're, we're definitely not trying to be funny. It's like we a lark like to be funny. It's like a purely by accident. It's like a lark. Yeah, a lark or a farf or a farf. <laughs> oh, we didn't talk about that on air, so nobody gets that. Which is well, that's fine. right. We didn't. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> none of this matters. I'm sure they probably figured it out. Mm. Clever that they are. Yeah, hopefully. If not, think about it just just a second. What what did we just say? Yeah. Oh, there we go. Yeah. 
Our listener got it. <laughs> <coughs> so, uh, anything exciting with your neighbors? I'll let's be updated. Oh, oh, uh, let's see. Either the blowjob or the, uh... Blowjob or the upstairs, I guess. Uh, the upstairs, uh, two separate groups of people who are not the person who lives up there, like, just sort of showed up and went up there for no reason. Uh, so every time I've seen people that I don't recognize, I just, uh, I come into my office and I turn up my bass amp really loud and I just start making noise. And they leave pretty shortly thereafter. That's so good. It's kind of yeah. awesome. Are, are they just showing up for a place to sleep or do a drug deal or what's going on? I don't know what the fuck they're going hmm. uh, But if, you know, if the person who actually lives there isn't in the apartment, there should be nobody going up there. Makes sense. She lives by herself, right? Lives by herself, allegedly. Mm-hmm. On the book, says they say. On the books. Mm-hmm. On the podcast. Can we just start ripping off another podcast? Uh, if we have to, it might as well be a good one. All right, all right. Yeah. Uh, except for the whole thing, we're, we're not. I mean, we started off ripping off Crankcast, we might as well. Oh, well, that's true. Move Very on true. to something else. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, how about the blowjob neighbors? Uh, well, they put up a uh, some sort of plastic sheeting thing over their kitchen window, uh, so. Oh, is it the blowjob viewing deterrent? Yeah, I guess so. Yeah. Maybe they caught I on. S- I sold at Walmart. Yeah, I sold at Walmart. Under that label. <laughs> right. So, yeah, I can't look in their kitchen anymore, which is uh, fine. Uh, <laughs> so it was one of those, like, like, it looks like a vinyl... It looks like it's stained glass, but yeah, it's like... But a, it's not really. It's just piece adhesive of plastic, right? plastic sheet, yeah. <laughs> they probably got wise. I'm, I'm, my, in my mind, like, <clears throat> they're... You know, going going to town, he just kind of looks over and notices that your kitchen window is right across from his, yeah, yeah. and he's probably like, uh, Deidre, uh, <laughs> remind me when we're at uh, Meyer later, uh, buy some of that anti-blowjob shield. Yeah, some, uh, some BJVD. <laughs> so that's too bad. <laughs> no more free shows. I choked. Uh, <laughs> maybe she did. That's why they put up oh, the current thing. Uh, wow. Thanks. <laughs> <clears throat> That's cool. Uh, otherwise, yeah, nothing, nothing big going on in my life at the moment. Uh, playing video games, uh, not doing anything I should be doing. Spider-Man Venom, Ultimate Spider-Man. Yeah, yeah. Looks pretty cool. Watching a uh, shit ton of Barney Miller. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, that's pretty much it. Mm-hmm. What about you? Anything uh, exciting happened? I did go to the art show yesterday. What art show? I invited you to this art show uh, a while back. I think you declined to go. Uh, yeah. And yeah. uh, uh, so it was at the C2 Galleries downtown Dayton. It was, this one was based on comic books. They have a different theme every time they do they one. Do one. And it's uh, open to everyone, so even people like me. Yeah. So I decided. To I did have a piece in it. You did, so, yeah. yeah. You did patrol, yeah. and I saw people admiring it. By the way, people that didn't even know you, yeah. so that was a good thing. But about people that didn't know me, they just avoided it. Completely. Oh yeah, they saw your name and they just ran. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, actually, Pat uh, <coughs> was there, and he said that it's one of his favorite things that well, you've done. He said it's very sexy because it's got the panic shot. Yeah, the panic shot. <laughs> <laughs> he said, he said, in his mind, he'll die with an erection after seeing it. <laughs> 
Which I can't blame her. That's true. But, uh, actually, his mom was there, too, Pat's mom. Oh, she left the penny shop? <laughs> I, you know, I didn't get to ask. She actually left right before I got there. Uh, but, uh, <laughs> yeah, she was there. Uh, yeah, no, it was, it was kind of a paltry turnout, actually. I don't know if there was something else happening in Dayton. Probably not. Two things don't happen in Dayton in one week, let alone one night. <laughs> uh, but maybe it's just the lack of interest in comics from the art community. Could be. Could but, be. Or, yeah. Art snobs are pretty uh, assholes. But a lot of the people that go to these are, like, tattooed, like, gamer kids, sort of, you know. Nerdy. Yeah, nerdy. So you'd think, like, they would be into that, but I don't know. But, uh, <laughs> but the, the cream de la cream, as far as I'm concerned... Was a uh, Kyle Hotz or Hotz? I don't know how to pronounce the name. Uh, yeah. Local artist of a lot of Dark Horse and Marvel books. Awesome, awesome artist. Uh, uh, also did some Ultraverse stuff. Nightman. Yeah. currently doing the Hood. The Hood. Yeah. Uh, the Dark Rain. The Hood. Dark Rain. The Hood with Jeff Parker. Originally did the Hood with Brian K. Vaughan. Uh-huh. Of Why uh, Lost Man Thing. Or Ex Machina, which is a far better series. We won't go into that. <laughs> oh, there's one you can pick. Then we'll, we'll have definitely uh, go good odds on it. Oh, you don't like it, Kamakana? I wasn't a fan. Yeah, I didn't like it. How long did you stick with it? Uh, maybe like four issues. Well, even still, the first four issues are super fucking awesome, so what the hell is your problem? <laughs> All right. And hey, so, that's I, what I'm saying. We should do a show on this. Cause that's uh, the, and that's Doug, why the last man, I, uh, except uh, until like the last ten issues, which were terrible. See, I liked, uh, I liked and all especially of them. the last one, which was the why the fuck. <laughs> <laughs> that's what it should have been called. Hillary Barter should do that. Do the why the fuck <laughs> issue. <laughs> Someone call him. Uh, but as I was saying, cards. <laughs> okay, but uh. Creme de la creme. He had eight pieces of a Cal, Cal McDonald murder mystery dark horse book. Steve Miles. Yeah. Yeah, I don't give a shit. Oh, well, none of the words, none of the words. No, are I don't care. It was all the, all the art. It was fucking amazing. If it was any other piece of his art, I would have uh, been that way to go. Uh, but it, like I said, no words, so you, you wouldn't I have his words. It, seriously. I seriously do not care. That's how much I dislike Steve Miles. Oh, but, but if you saw this, though. Oh, well, I'm sure it looked fine. It was amazing. But it was Steve Miles. The, the taint is there. Oh. I, I swear, I stared at it for, like, 20 minutes. Just, like, didn't move. It if, he, if he'd have had, like, you know, fucking carnage mind bomb, Ooh, you know, I would have loved to have seen that. Hulk. Didn't he do, like, a Hulk 2099 one-shot or something weird? Like oh, he did a few random issues of Hulk with yeah. uh, Paul Jenkins. Mm-hmm. did The Agency with Paul Jenkins, which was another terrible series, but I would still love to have seen that. You know my favorite thing? Actually, I really like, he did that Mosaic miniseries. Oh, Mosaic. That was great. But that's not even my favorite. That was awesome. But my favorite thing that I've seen him do is, uh, and it wasn't even, it was an okay story, but he did this three-issue Man-Thing miniseries. Right. That was my favorite art by him. I loved it. I thought it was so good. But, uh, but I have it. I've never read it. Just because it's the kind of unreadable. But, yeah, the art was great. Yeah, I love that stuff. Oh, he's he's a great artist, and everything Mm -hmm. that I'm saying is nothing against him. It's against the people who Mm-hmm. I got you. He works with some people I never want to read. Just try to him. Uh, I've just spent the past 20 <laughs> minutes insulting the guy and all his uh, work partners. So you, you said you like him. Just oh, I love him. not his uh, work partner. He seems to be pretty uh, reclusive as far as uh, comic artists go. I saw him at that Jim City comic show, but he was just shopping, hanging out with his kids. Right. I think we talked about that yeah. when we talked about the show. But yeah, I don't think he does like 
conventions and things like that anymore. Yeah. I'm certainly probably wouldn't stoop to the level of uh, coming, coming into a podcast, yeah. coming to my apartment. <laughs> yeah, yeah. We could give him a beer though. We could. Yeah. He probably doesn't drink. No, he's fit. He seems pretty he's fit. fit. He's well. He's just like seven foot three. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he's he's a big, bulky bodybuilder type. Mm-hmm. Looks like a biker dude almost. Mm-hmm. But he's got like the craziest little dog. Yeah. And, he's, and he draws the funny books. Yeah, you can tell, like, he's got that Kelly Jones style. Yeah. Like, but I think, I actually think he's, uh, Scarlett Johansson's breasts. <laughs> Wait, what are we talking about? <laughs> I think that he has sort of, like, surpassed what Kelly Jones does. I really do. I mean, nothing against Kelly Jones, fine, fine artist. But I think he, like, learned enough from him and added his own flavor and made something that was, like, better than what Kelly Jones was doing. <clears throat> Um, not, not to give him like a silver and gold medal, but <clears throat> right, right. personally, I just I just think his style is so much cooler. I think he has changed his style enough to hopefully stop the Kelly Jones comparisons. Mm-hmm. I mean, he's still definitely got a lot of that in him, but I think he's also added other elements yeah. that, that differentiate. Yeah, exactly. And I I love them both still, so, you know, separately right. you know, for what they are. And of course, both of them are also influenced by like Burning Rice. So, oh yeah, yeah, for sure. I think part of me too. I I really like uh, like local stuff, and whenever he like throws in like the Fairborn Theater and the Hulk and stuff like right. that, I, it just makes me like him even more. Oh wow, <laughs> <laughs> that's crazy. That's almost as cool as Scarlett Johansson's bosom. <laughs> that's my recommend. Right. That's even better. Yeah. Even better than Scarlett Johansson's bosom is James Jean artwork. <laughs> it's a close, close race, but right, right. James Jean wins out in the end. Just by, by a tip. Well, you're a fag. <laughs> Could be. Whatever. <laughs> I'm, so, I'm so disillusioned with uh, genitalia uh, at this point. Uh, I still enjoy it. The genitalia. Genitalia. Yeah. And I uh, like James Jean oh, as yeah. well. So yeah, me uh, well. just yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna put one over the other. I'm gonna go with the genitalia. Really? Yeah. I would definitely go James because I can probably have genitalia again. I can't have James Jean artwork because <laughs> I think the it's cost. On your, it's on your computer right now. Oh well, yeah, and so is genitalia. Yeah. Well, Sam, you've got it. Uh, you got it all. Uh, but yeah, I'm, I'm talking about physically. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Gotcha. Yeah, I can, I can probably have one over the other, and it's probably not going to be the James Jean art. Because, apparently, he decided to quit comics so he could draw giant fucking murals. Yeah. For, for clothing companies. Right. <laughs> I just wouldn't be able to fit into my house, is what I'm saying. I can fit Gentelia in here. Oh, yeah. yeah. Plus, can you imagine how, some, some, can you imagine, imagine how much something like that would cost if it was for sale? I mean, right. I don't think combined, both of us together could buy a shirt from that company. <laughs> Yeah, let alone the original James Dean artwork. What did you say? It was like 17 by 17 200. 17 by 200 feet. Yeah. 17 feet by 200 feet. That's uh, what you call a big piece of artwork. Yes, it is. I, I don't think I have enough wall space. Yeah. So <coughs> I have to cut it into chunks and let it go through the house. Yeah. yeah. Different walls. And that may affect the value, the resale value? Probably. Yeah, yeah probably. probably not go for as much on eBay. If afterwards. it's in seven pieces. Yeah, yeah, I'd probably have to like cut holes for like windows and stuff. <laughs> That'd be hilarious, though. <laughs> you know what he should have done? Just drew, drew it like on <clears throat> a much smaller scale and just you know, blew it up. And 
He probably did. <laughs> Be my guess. <laughs> if he was a thinking man. Yeah. That's the way he operates. So, anyway, anything else happened at this archer? Not really. Uh, uh, I saw some friends from Mavericks, and I saw some customers and some uh, people from school. And Pat and Adam both had art up. Awesome, awesome art, of course. You um, had some stuff. I had one. I just had one piece. I did, oh, okay. a, I did a, what they call a suicide block print, a lino cut print. It's really neat because you cut away as you print, and at the very end, you, you're left with nothing. Your artwork is gone. Right. You just have the prints, but <coughs> the thing you use is basically destroyed, so it's, it's kind of neat. Yeah. Uh, Frederick wore them. The Frederick, Frederick, Frederick. Anyway, yeah. Portrait of Frederick. Yes. yes. Yeah, it's good stuff. Sweet. I had a strawberry. They had free uh, fruit, and I had a strawberry. A strawberry? Yeah. <laughs> Doesn't seem worth it. Well, I, I rode my bike down there, and... uh and I needed some fruit because I felt like my blood sugar <laughs> being low. So right. I just had a strawberry. A strawberry. It was a big, one of those big ones. You know, the ones that are sort of like a wall of strawberry. It's like a big fat strawberry. Right, right. That was one of those. Yeah, I'm pretty sure you probably could have had more. Yeah, oh yeah, they, they had more. I just yeah. wasn't very hungry. Right. I, someone did yell at me when I was on my bike. Yeah. I think we were talking about this earlier because we yeah, passed you, somebody. Yeah. <laughs> we, you yelled at somebody. But <laughs> <laughs> I... I yelled good things. Yeah, you said good things. And, uh, but I have no idea what they, they yelled at me because when you're, when you're on a bike, this is, this, this will be for anyone who's thinking of yelling at someone on a bike when you're driving by in a car. Uh, it's indiscernible. Yeah. Because it sounds like this. Yeah. And like, yeah. that's all we hear. Yeah. We don't hear, get a car faggot or whatever you're yelling. <laughs> it just sounds like your voice travels by at 45 miles an hour. And we only hear a snippet of the sounds coming for yeah. so. so don't even bother. Don't even bother. Just flip us off. Honk yeah. your horn. Yeah. That's all you need. Flash the lights. Yeah. Run you over. Run me over. Whatever. Push me into Just the ditch. Just don't yell. Right. right. Yeah. And if you do yell, might as well not even try to make it a uh, discernible oh, word. A, a phrase, right. right. Yeah. Just go, blah, blah, blah. I will do that the next time I get <laughs> mad at someone on the roof. Yeah. And that they're not in that car. Yeah. Right. Or they're parked. And my windows are open. Even if they're in a car, if they're parked and you're just flying right by them, you can do the same thing. So, so maybe that girl that I yelled at today probably didn't hear anything. Yeah. I only said one word. And she may have thought it was something horrible. Right. But you were saying hello. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) So yeah, lesson learned, everyone. Lesson learned. Alright, I made a mistake. I'm sorry. No, that's not what I said. Okay. So nothing else? Uh, nothing else. I got nothing. Okay. Oh, yeah. Uh, I had your turn to pick a movie. Oh, I know. I was getting to that. Oh, okay. <laughs> I thought you were, like, stuck, like, what do we do now? No. no. <clears throat> All right, so the next movie. Is it the British uh, version of Jack Staff, the, the <gasps> TV movie? You know, if I had some sort of uh, clout or, you know, if I was like if I was, like, a Hollywood producer, I would... Probably make it my life's goal to get a Jack Staff cartoon on there. Oh, well, that'd be great. Seriously, yeah. that would work. I think it would translate. Yeah, yeah it totally. All would. the short, like twenty minute kind of. Yeah, yeah, that'd be great. But well, sadly, work towards I'm, it, huh? Work towards it. Yeah. Uh, well, sadly, I'm uh, stuck here in Dayton, and I uh, will never do anything other than doing this podcast. <laughs> hey, well, that's something. Okay. Well, then, in uh, consideration of my lifelong dedication to this podcast, 
Uh, we're going to watch a movie and review it on this thing. Yay! Yay. Uh, the movie I've picked, uh, alright. We did the, the great experiments with Jack Staff, my favorite comic. Mm-hmm. We're going to go with my favorite movie. Oh. Apocalypse Now. Are you serious? Yes. Oh my gosh. <laughs> I was going to drink while we watched the movie, but I don't want to get too depressed. <laughs> wow. <laughs> Fucking Eeyore. That's who it'll be. Okay. Cool. Uh-huh. I haven't seen that in, like, 20 years. <clears throat> All right. Well, then, uh, hopefully, uh, it'll, it'll be a movie. Hold up or be better or whatever. Hopefully my yeah. discs aren't scratched and uh, it'll play through, because I believe it's one of those movies that I have to actually, like, Flip switch out discs. Wow. Is it on Laserdisc? No. <laughs> nope. Standard yeah. DVD. Remember Laserdisc? Yes, I do remember That's Laserdisc. Cool. That's so great. They sell some at uh, GameSwap. Do they really? Yeah. Like just as collectibles? Uh, or do people actually have players now still? I don't know. I'm sure somebody still has players. I mean, mm-hmm. I, both of us still have you know, record players. Right. So who knows what but, the yeah, geeks have. That's true. I was trying to say, but, but those are cool because you, you don't get have to interrupt your movie, but I guess you have to interrupt the flow of the album. Right. If you're listening to like Operation Mindcrime, it's like it's one big story. You have to flip it over in the middle, it just loses something. Right. You know, I've uh, <clears throat> reconciled my love of Metallica mm-hmm. with with my hate of Metallica recently, and uh, I, I kind of have it in my mind that you know I'd like to own their albums on vinyl. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I was at a record store the other day, and I saw Master of Puppets on vinyl. Classic, very classic, very awesome. One of their best, not their best, in my opinion. Oh, my, my second favorite though. It's my second favorite. Yeah, nice. Uh, Ride the Lightning is my first. Ooh, Injustice is my favorite. Interesting. <clears throat> but um, four records, basically <laughs> one song per side. <laughs> wow. Yeah. One to two, yeah. Yeah. No, because it's only eight Is it only eight tracks? Yeah. Okay. Man. <laughs> That's ridiculous. Yeah. And it was like thirty dollars, so I didn't buy it. Oh, that's crazy. See, I can understand if you're a DJ, like, and you'd want to play like the best sounding quality, right? Like that, that would work. That is the most annoying form of vinyl to me, just when the, when it's two records for for like one album's length, right? Material. I don't think the sound quality is that much better for just as far as a listener, like right, casual yeah. listener. Maybe if, like I said, maybe if you're broadcasting it on the radio, but maybe. But, you know, they've been doing all right with the CD for for forever, so... Yeah. So you didn't, didn't pick it up. Did you pick up any records at all? Uh, I bought a comedy CD. Mm-hmm. Uh, it was um, uh, Christopher Titus, uh, his new album. All oh, right. Stand-up comedian, Christopher Titus. Funny dude. Funny dude. It's called Love is Evil. I like it already. All right. You know, yeah, you would uh, absolutely... Totally love this. It is right up your alley. <laughs> awesome. Yeah, he's, he's pretty funny. I, I wouldn't have thought so. <clears throat> I don't know why. It just seemed, I, I, I sort of had this, like, he's going to be one of those meathead comics vibe when I first saw him, but I, I haven't seen him live. But, right. But uh, well, yeah, once I listened to him, he's really funny. Yeah. Um, I was a huge fan of the show that he had on Fox. Mm-hmm. Uh, it was great, and uh, so I started like, trying to find like his actual stand-up work, and uh, like his one big, like his biggest sort of 
show that he's most famous for is called uh, Norman Rockwell is Bleeding. Norman mm-hmm. Rockwell is Bleeding. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, like, his show is pretty much based on that stand-up act. Okay. Uh, where it's just basically his fucked-up life. Yeah, 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 it really is. And it's, like, based on reality. Right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, <laughs> so this new album is uh, more of that. Uh, but still just as fine. It's cool. Yeah. So he's still doing it. Yeah. Still, still putting out. That's yep. great. Alright, let's, uh, let's get the fuck out of here. Yeah, let's go get depressed. Alright. Well, I mean, next week. Job done. Yeah. Okay. I'm well, depressed. You're the man. Fuck yeah. So good at this. Woo! <laughs> 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 Alrighty. Goodbye. Apocalypse now, next week. Just in case I forgot. <laughs> yeah, right. Write us an email, fuckers. Yeah, seriously, somebody, please say hi. Yeah, yeah. All right, that's yeah. We'll have a contest eventually. We discussed it in episode thirty or something. Yeah, like yeah, that. yeah. About the uh, I forget what it was. Uh, it doesn't matter. But we're not going to do that version of anything. Oh, okay. But uh, I still would like to have a contest. Yeah, we'll do something good if we. Yeah, write in your ideas. Tell us what kind of contest you want. Yeah, seriously. Yeah, there we go. Yeah. We'll have a contest, we'll have a contest for to contest see what ideas. Yeah, yeah. yeah. All right. Goodbye. On the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> We're going to get sued. <sighs> and we've got nothing. No, we don't. Well, I guess they can have my copy of Jack Staff. Oh. <laughs> yeah. Oh, God. Okay. Bye. Gutter Trash can be downloaded at www.guttertrash.net, iTunes, Podcast Alley, and FeedBurner. You can also find us at myspace.com slash guttertrash underscore net, seanborn.net, and buyerbewarecomics.blogspot.com. Contact us at eric at guttertrash.net or jason at guttertrash.net. Thank you for listening to Gutter Trash. We'll see you next time.